0: up this program to bring you a special salt report. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report where two of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, comics, movies and all things nerdy. I'm Kay and recording with me is Jesse. Yo. This week the sponsor in our hearts by request Uh, is the unlikely friendship between Doom and Animal Crossing fans. (laughs) Um, I have been seeing a lot of memes, um, of, like, Isabel from Animal Crossing walking in and being like, Doom Eternal, please. Um, but it is, it is pretty wholesome TM.
1: Yeah, there's been lots of cute stuff on Reddit, too, of the the fandoms joining, joining hands.
0: (laughs) Um... But with that, we can move into our, our pre-salt. Um, I got bored and joined a farm party for innocence, which is, I feel like I've told a lot of, I got bored and joined a blank farm party stories for Final Fantasy 14. Um this one actually went pretty well. I got my they 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 um they buffed the drop rate for the dragons in Titania and Innocence Extreme. Um and so I got my dragon drop in like three runs. Um and someone was like I hate you. Oh no it was three runs total. It was two it was our second pull and then I had my one from before. Um, so the guy was like, I hate you, because he was sitting at, like, 38 tokens. <laughs> um, but we were, then the guy that, um, the guy that was running the party got his, and then he was like, does anybody want to be party leader? And I think a bunch of people were like, oh, he got his dragon, and now he's gonna quit, so a bunch of people quit. Um, he probably should have said, because he said afterwards, he was like, I was gonna stay, was like, well, he probably should have led with that. yeah. Um, hey, I'm gonna stay, but I don't want to be party leader anymore. Does anybody want to take over? Um, but that's not what happens. A bunch of people quit, so the party fell apart, but that's fine. I, um, my problem is that, like, I get the thing that I want, and then I get antsy, and I'm like, well, I can't... Etiquette dis- dictates that I can't just leave, but, like, I want to leave. <laughs> so, um, that kind of gave me an out. But yeah, got my, got my dragon. Now I just gotta get Titanias. Um, and Hades. I haven't cleared Hades yet, though, so that can wait. Um, and then I also downloaded the FF7 remake demo and played it. It's um, So it's just, it's just that first sequence in the Mako reactor. I You're going to hear me switch between Mako and Mako a lot. I played this game back in, like, the early 2000s and <laughs> called it Mako because it was text only, and I was a tiny baby weeaboo. And they, in the voice acting, they definitely call it Mako, and I was like, what the fuck? So, um, I'm gonna flip-flop a lot. But it is the Mako reactor sequence. Um, I did notice they added a couple of scenes with Shinra that weren't there before. I think I'm gonna have to go back, because I have the original, like, on my PS4 when they released it through PSN. I'm gonna have to go back and just play that sequence again. Um, because I, I was like, something's different. That's not just you know the graphics and gameplay um, so I'll have to kind of compare maybe next week I'll be able to compare and contrast but um it was it was okay i I don't like the battle system. <laughs>
1: I haven't played it yet, so I'll. I mean, um, I'll I'll come in as someone who never played Final Fantasy VII, the the first one, and like um games. I guess I played eight, but that was so long ago. I don't remember if I remember what that battle system felt like.
0: And I want to say like, I don't hate it because I want it to be turn based. I don't care if it's turn based. Um, it reminded me a lot of Final Fantasy XV's battle system. But in fifteen, you can kind of like hold down the button, and Noctis will just keep attacking. Whereas maybe this, and maybe this is a setting that can be changed. But um, in seven, you mash circle, and if you hold circle, he does like uh, an AoE attack. Um, so basically, the reason I don't like it is because it made my hands hurt. Um, <laughs> it was it's really button mashy um there is some kind of cool stuff like uh cloud has two modes that he can switch between where it's like your standard attack pattern and then there's like a a heavy attack pattern where you move more slowly but do more damage um and it's good for like staggering enemies and stuff and you can switch between them by pressing triangle um you can also switch between uh characters and in this in the remake demo you you can only play as cloud and barrett Um, it's actually really annoying, because it's the D-pad buttons, and I guess I just, like, compulsively touched the D-pad buttons, so I kept accidentally switching between the two. Um, but, um, also, Barrett's fucking voice acting in this is, uh, it's something. It's something. I noticed one of my friends posted a meme that was, like, they took... You know Robert Downey Jr.'s character in uh, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. Was, like, yeah. Playing, they, like, photoshopped that character's face onto Barrett's body. Um, and I can kind of see what they were going for with that. It, yeah. They're kind of playing up the, like, Mr. T angle that they had from 1990-fucking-7. Um, I don't know about that, but I guess I can't really speak on it either. I don't really have much authority there. But, whatever. Cloud's voice actor is really good. Um, I like him. There, we were just discussing a really funny moment in the elevator where Barrett's talking about hearing the planet screaming in agony or whatever, and Cloud's like, you really hear that? <laughs> Barrett's like, yeah! And Cloud's like, get help. Get help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love Cloud's, like, dead depression voice Is me.
0: Bunch of people saw Advent Children and thought Cloud was like that all the time, but actually, he's kind of a goofball, and I hope they keep that for a seven. seven. It kind of seems like they are, what with the get help line, but...
1: Yeah, he seems kind of like, um, well, because in Crisis Core, he was young and, like, super hopeful, and then, like, uh, seven, he, um, seemed more like... Uh, somewhere middle of the road and then by Advent children his life was suffering
0: <laughs> yeah I guess I would describe Seven as like Seven Cloud as being like that guy that seems super serious but he's also like sarcastic as hell and so he just comes out with these quippy one liners every, every now and again when you least expect it like that's kind of how Cloud was and he was al- and he's also like kind of goofy that's where the let's mosey line comes from um, i also
1: really liked um i should have asked for more money <laughs> that's a freelance mood right there,
0: <laughs> there is. there's also a good moment where barrett's like this is what i paid you for right and claude's like you haven't paid me yet <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hope he's like fuck you pay me
0: i mean basically that's his character for the first like couple of hours of gameplay in seven um, I definitely remember that but um it's um I had a th- I had a thought and now it's gone you know that happens sometimes yeah. it's pretty good I just hope that there's an option to turn off the button mash aspect because like I have carpal tunnel and I don't I don't really like button mashers much anymore um I just can't I'm I just old. can't I, I'm i old and infirmed um but otherwise I mean I'm looking forward to it it's it's cool and all but um I, I'm like the least enthusiastic Final Fantasy 7 fan ever I'm just like yeah if it comes out that'll be cool I guess I guess I just at this point not really expecting it to actually come out but um the last thing I had to do I went to the Aurora finale uh, for Evermore on Saturday, and um, the motto of the night was, there's no time to explain, or I will explain later, because I went with my two friends that I've been going with for most of the season, Um, they missed the last two weeks, and I didn't really talk about this if I remember right, Um, last week, because it was kind of still in the beginning stages, but we were investigating um, a mystery where so um a set of characters in town were having dreams that were loosely connected and they were hearing um Maxwell Morgan's fight song in them. Uh back during lore, Maxwell Morgan had this song that he would sing. It's um it's on YouTube. Maybe maybe I'll send Jake a video of it and we can edit it in here. Maybe that'd be awesome, but I don't I don't know. I will we'll talk, Jake. Um but he had the song that he would always sing. And they were hearing it in these dreams, and so we're like, that's, you know, <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. Um, and so we were... So we'd started to investigate that, we didn't really get anywhere. Um, but this week, it's kind of ramped up. So I told my friends, I'm like, hey, I'm going to split off to investigate this thing. Let me know if anything big happens. Um, but I also, since it was... So when I went to the lore finale, everything big happened the night before on Halloween, and then the lore finale was, like, just wrapping up loose ends and saying your goodbyes. Um, So I kind of expected the Aurora finale to be like that. Um, So I I wasn't expecting anything really big to happen, basically, is what I'm saying. They did have, like, all 12 Acolytes of St. Michael there, which was odd. Um, it kind of seemed like they ended up turning up just to get dunked on, because I sent, I sent you this video, Jesse. There was a, a video going around of them talking to Miss Ginley, and um, so they were saying, like, oh, you will burn for your sins, and she's like, well, when's the burning supposed to happen? Because I need to leave for Aurora by, like, nine. Um, they were There was a plot point going around where they were trying to capture Jasper, and Jasper just kind of dunked on them and sent them on their way. Um, there was, there was one point, I was in the coven, I don't remember why, but, um, I was standing in the coven, and the train was going by, and one of the acolytes was narrating on the train, talking about how dragons are sin, and I was, I could, there was a serious scene happening in front of me, and I could barely contain myself. Like, it was, it was so (laughs) good.
1: such a funny fucking,
0: It was so funny. Um... (laughs) My friend later told me. that in
1: real life, like a train goes by, and
0: slowly, yeah. <laughs> um, my friend later told me that when they passed by the tavern, the acolyte was like, "I have nothing to say about this place, except they shall be burned." Um, just like they shall be burned. It's, they're they're really they intimidate the hell out of me because of their scary masks. Um, so I don't talk to them very much, but they are incredibly funny if you do spend time with them. Um, so you know, life pro tip if you ever end up in Evermore and the acolytes are there, I guess. Um, although don't try what this one guy did where he was like, "Aha, you worship a servant of God and not God, and therefore you your entire order is invalid." And I'm like, "Bro, you've clearly never heard of Catholics." Uh, cuz they pray to saints all the time like yeah it's not that weird but yeah um, <laughs> it's
1: really not that weird y'all don't y'all don't even know the extent of catholicism and then you get catholicism in different countries and then that adds more saints
0: yeah it turns out religion's a little bit bonkers all religions are have things about them that are a little bit bonkers it's just the way that they are um and gonna if you have
1: to accept that at face value.
0: And also, one big gotcha is even if the guy was right, like one big gotcha isn't gonna stop the acolytes of Saint Michael. There, that's if that. At so work, the there'd acolytes be a lot of people, people that would be quiet right now. That should be quiet right now. But uh, um, anyway, we were investigating this mystery. There was one um, point where so Piper had this little flute that she was going around and she was singing and playing the song a lot. Um, and so she, we were talking to Nightshade about all this and kind of asking him questions about it, we, and so we were like, yeah, like, people are having all these dreams about it, and he was like, okay, well I'm, I'm sorry, but how do you know that's not happening because you're talking about it to everyone in town, and I'm like, okay, it's a fair point, and then my friend and I walked like a couple paces away, and I was like, Nightshade's right, but he also doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> like, Yes yeah. right. Is he right? Yeah. Well, yes, but actually no. Um, so Piper stood in the in like a very specific spot in the Rangers tent and started playing that song. And we were kind of talking to her about it, and then all of a sudden she says, "I have to play it one more time, and then I can leave." Um, and so she plays it one more time. And when we asked her about it, she didn't know. She like had no memory of saying that. And so I'm like, "Yeah, no, she doesn't know what he's talking about. This is for real." Um, later that night, someone found a. Twisted um, bowstring in that tent. And mm-hmm. um, it's that's worth mentioning because Maxwell had one that he would play with. And also, I believe Lily Dunghill was uh, strangled with a braided cord of some kind. So um, we were like, okay, she's playing in spots where there are items connected to Maxwell. We also found um, Ben's coin bag, who's also a victim of the murders. And then we found Lily's brooch, um, and we brought all these things to the coven. And there's a character that I haven't talked about very much, and his name is Donovan Clark. He went by a couple of different names in lore because he had like multiple personalities or some bullshit. I did not pay attention to that character because I was very confused by him. Um, but uh, he was like, "Yeah, these are lousy with evil energy. This is bad." Um, and he kind of hands them to this to this other character named Wen Weaver um who is another character that I'm kind of intimidated by because she's really volatile um so I haven't spoken to her very much but she takes the items in her hand and kind of like holds them for a second and then she like snaps to attention and starts singing the song and marching out of out of the coven and there's a big chorus of oh no from the world walkers in attendance <laughs> um it's also like um to kind of like wrap this back to Lore. Um, Wen didn't show up. So Wen was a character in Lore 2018 and in Aurora, or Snorora 2018, um, as some people call it. And then she left uh, for Mythos and most of Lore, and she didn't come back to Lore until after the Maxwell business was taken care of. So she doesn't know him. She never knew him. She doesn't have any reason to know that song. And she was quick to point that out when she finally dropped the items and like regained her senses. Um and she's like I don't uh, fuck this shit I'm out and went went back into the coven and so Donovan took over um and went and found Cecily at the front of town and they had a big cuz Cecily was engaged to Maxwell and so they had a big confrontation where she was like he was like so we have to bring him back from the dead because like he was a necromancer so he died on his own terms um by being like, yes, it was I! I killed Lily Dunghill in, in the glass house with a garret wire. ah ha, ha Um, so he got murdered by Dervil, and so I guess the theory was that, like, he died on his own terms, which means that he's able to come back on his own terms. So, if we bring him back and kill him on our terms, he won't be able to come back anymore, or something like that. Um, I am not a Coven person. So, um... He told me this, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It sounds really dangerous, but it makes sense. Um, It was probably the most divisive scene ever so far. There was, like, people were really arguing for or against this plan heavily, and um, I could see that the actors were trying to escape (laughs) They were like, "Oh my people
1: need." They're me.
0: like, "This scene was supposed to end five minutes ago, and the world walkers won't st- stop arguing with us. What do we do?" And th- and then Drake swings in like Indiana fucking Jones with this with the clutch save. Like, I have an idea, Um and so he like lays down the law of what we're going to do. Um And I was like, "Okay, so is that happening tonight?" So I went and found Donovan again, and I was like, "Hey, is this happening tonight?" And he said, "No, it's happening next week." And I was like, "Oh," and then, um. Later, I checked on when, because she was kind of, like, freaked out. And I was like, hey, you, you all right? And she's like, yeah, well, we're going to be doing this next week. You'll be there, right? And I was like, I said something like, if I can get through the portal, which is my way of saying, are y'all open
1: next week? Yeah.
0: Um, apparently, they are, yet again, open through March. So, here I was thinking I was going to get a break. Um, <laughs> I have to go at least next week, or this week, um, because I have to see how this pans out, probably badly. Um, but yeah, this is this is, this was an incredibly divisive decision. I almost came to blows in the fucking Denny's with the World Walker about it because he was convinced that Donovan Clark had been had his mind taken over by Balthazar, which was the name of one of his previous personalities. And we were all like, "You're pulling this out of your ass." And He's like, "He's keeping secrets." I'm like, "At no point he's like, he's sending World Walkers out to like." Um, do these things and not tell their guilds. I'm like, he didn't tell me not to tell my guild. I just didn't. <laughs> like, yeah. I wasn't keeping secrets. If anybody asked me what I was doing, I would have told them. But, um, yeah, it was it was very divisive. Um, you're listening to this, bro. It's fine. We were we we're just very passionate, I guess, about our pro and anti Donovan stances on this particular issue. Um,
1: also, there's something really funny about the. Uh... We almost came to blows in the Denny's is Mm. such a Denny's statement. It's
0: such a Denny's statement. I just, like, just thinking of that Waffle House fine. Like, can I get a waffle? Can I please get a waffle?
1: Can I I please get a waffle?
0: (laughs) Um, but I, so again, I didn't really think much was going to happen that night. Um, which was part of the reason why I was so ready to just run off and investigate this mystery and ignore all the characters, uh, for the most part. Um there was another moment so we so we went to the well while we were investigating this, um, my friend and I went to the hunter's hovel and we found Mary there sitting on the ground and we were like, Why are you sitting on the ground? She's because like, it's comfortable. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean it seems kinda cold, but whatever. Um but we were asking her about it and um my friend was like, Some people think that people are only having these dreams because we're talking about it so much and I was like, And by some people, she of course means nightshade <laughs> and she's like i was trying to be polite i'm ready and willing to dunk on nightshade at any given moment (laughs) um but anyway we're talking to mary about this and another world walker runs in uh out of like literally runs in and is like an arrest the queen signed an arrest warrant for mayor Violet atkinson and we're like what what
1: I love how I said what
0: too? Like, and like so crazy, somebody shouts easy. on what grounds and he's like, I don't know. And we're like, What? And he says, Sykes is also getting arrested. And we're like, What? <laughs> and so I we start running. Like my two friends that I had uh, parted ways with had like I I texted them really quickly. I'm like, Violet's getting arrested now. Um and so we met kind of in the center and somebody was shouting, Go to the boroughs and so, and then somebody else was shouting, go to the tavern, and so I'm like, ah, my friend's like, I'll go to the tavern, and so I went to the burrows, and, um, the mayor was arrested in the burrows, and Sykes was arrested in the tavern. Um, then march, they were both marched to the front of town, and, um, another good moment. So they have this baby goat that they've been bringing out recently, his name is Salt. He's adorable.
1: Salt?
0: He has this twin brother named Pepper, they're white and black, oh, of course. No! They're adorable. Um, of course, Salt I is my favorite
1: for reasons. I would
0: die for Salt. I love him. Um, he tried to eat my boots, and I was like, this is fine. <laughs> um, I got some <laughs> this really cute... Um, like, So I said earlier that I'm a little bit intimidated by Wen Weaver. Tonight was like the first night I've ever spoken to her at length. Um, there were a couple of things that happened that kind of dissipated that intimidation and one of them was that at the beginning of the night she came out and was like fawning over this baby goat and it was very cute um i remember somebody was looking for her and i was like it's tonight's a good night to talk to her she's in a good mood because she got to pet a baby goat um but anyway salt and the Beastmaster, who i believe that character's name is eros um he was kind of over by the archery hutch and with the with with salt and this giant crowd of people are speed walking behind Mayor Violet as she's being dragged to the front of town. And um, the goat kind of got scared and started running in the crowd and like screaming and everybody's like, Oh baby, no, but nobody stops walking because we can't, like this there's story afoot. And so eventually somebody like scoops it up and takes him back to Eros and then like rejoins the crowd. But poor little thing. <laughs> um But, yeah, I I eventually found out that um, Mayor Atkinson was arrested on grounds of impersonating a dead man and conspiracy. Um, I don't know the full story with the impersonation thing, so I'm in the interest of not getting a bunch of details wrong that I have to correct next week. I will not say what it was. I know the person she was impersonating impersonating was Adam Miles. Um, And there's some bullshit going on with that, too, but I don't... Again, I don't know all of it. There's... You miss things in an interactive theater experience. Um, and then Sykes, um, put all of the town debt in his name and then defaulted on it. So that's why he got arrested. (laughs) They don't have debtors' prisons anymore, (laughs) uh, but they did back then because Evermore is sitting like 1890 ish. Um, reminding
1: me I have to call the student loan people before they think I've defaulted on my loans. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I didn't. Sorry to bring real life into this stupid fantasy so, bullshit. Sorry,
1: everyone. It's just like, oh, man. <laughs> I can't go to debtor's prison. I'll just have bad credit forever. Were,
0: yeah, no debtor's prisons anymore, at least not in this country. Um, but yeah, they were arrested. Philip immediately had a meltdown and, like, screamed and then was, like... town meeting, tavern, like, not the tavern, uh, Banders Keep right now, and just, like, speed walks off, and I was like, yes, sir, please don't yell at me. Um, so, we all went in there, and Viella has been named acting, um, mayor for the time being. There's some shit with that that I won't get into. Um, and then one of the other Grey sisters, Caitlin Grey, I think, was named, like, her assistant. So, that's happening. (laughs) I guess that's what they're going to deal with all the more. Here I was thinking nothing was going to happen because it was the final night. And then the fucking mayor gets arrested. Um, And then after that, it was just like saying goodbye to all the people that were going off to Aurora. Um, And that was all. I mean, it was a good night. I'm going to miss Ollie and Bastion, the slutty one. And I'm going to miss Taika the Light Elf the most. Um, also Ulfinia, because she scares me, but I like her a lot. <laughs> Courage is also really funny, but, you know, they're bringing Maxwell Morgan back, so Courage has to leave, <laughs> because they're played by yeah. the same actor. <laughs> um, although, I mean, for all I know, they'll get somebody else to play Maxwell, and he'll be like a creepy lich or something. I don't know they could anything could happen at this point um and like just because i was confused about the whole like are you coming back next week thing i did find um the the gm for evermore like the lead writer in charge of storytelling is there most nights and he was there that night and i actually like a couple people were talking to him and so i very politely kind of and he was talking about like the park remaining open and so i kind of very politely slid up and asked for clarification. Yes, they are open Saturdays in March. It's the same hours as before, 5 to 10. Um, and then they have their like masquerade on the 21st. Um, and then... Don't really know when Mythos is going to open yet, because I didn't ask him that. I didn't want to push my luck. Um, yeah. He did say that when during the summertime they will probably start being open 6 to 11 or 7 to 12 um, a little bit later. So... That's that's the info I got out of it. He's a very nice guy, but I didn't want to push my luck because I we don't actually know each other. Um, but yeah, that's that's the tea on that. So I I can't imagine I'm going to go every fucking weekend in March until and April until Mythos opens. But I guess we'll see. I definitely am going this fucking weekend. Maxwell. We're time to talk about him a little bit later in the salt portion, but. Um, yeah, that's that's the Aurora finale. So much better than the Aurora finale that I went... Because that was, like, the second time I went to Evermore, right? It's pretty much a little over a year ago now. That was the second time I went to Evermore. And, like, fucking nothing was going on. And <laughs> I just spent the entire time roasting Dervil. And my friend and I hung out with Tinker. And my friend, like, low-key flirted with him all night. And he was, like, low-key into it. Um,
1: There's a lot to unpack there.
0: <laughs> you know... He was just kind of going along with it, but...
1: Wait, um, isn't Tinker a goblin?
0: No, Tinker is a human. He was oh, okay. He was He's actually also played by the actor that plays Maxwell <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't recognize him because he didn't have a beard. Turns out, any dude at Evermore, if they shave their beard, I just can't recognize them anymore. It's its, it's wild. <laughs> or if they grow their Good. beard out, for that matter, because that's what happened with Karej. But, um... Yeah, that's... Um... He's played a lot of characters at this park. That guy—they <laughs> uh, must like him a lot. But um, like there was there they even even the cast. I've heard members of the cast call it "Bor Aurora," um, and have I've heard that some of the plot points from the first Aurora didn't translate well into the new story vision for the park, and that's why they moved it forward a thousand years and like of that whole, like, time is an illusion kind of stuff. Um, so, but they, they really knocked it out of the park this time. I, I really enjoyed it overall, um, except for the weather. <laughs> Fuck, it gets cold there at night sometimes. Um, we were blessed with nearly perfect weather this past week, and It was, like, 57 degrees or something. Um, not windy. It's going to be, like, 60 this week. I'm excited for that um but i'm also like fuck what am i gonna wear because like my cost my my outfit has a sweater involved and i'm like do i wear the sweater because it's gonna get cold at night or do i and sweat during the day or do i wear something a little bit lighter and potentially freeze during the night i don't fucking know we're gonna find out on saturday depending on how i feel i guess so anyway that's my pre-salt
1: Alrighty. righty time for my pre i'll start with the fact that uh i downloaded the final fantasy 7 remake demo but i have not played it yet so there's i'm sorry everyone i have i have stuff in my life um i did have a fucking hilarious ramu thing happen. so uh i the other night i just logged in because i was trying to stay awake um on monday and I wasn't feeling good because my period was happening, but I was like, you know what'll wake me up? Running an Eden raid. Um, which, which I, like, I mean, yes, but also uh, I was kind of sick afterwards, so I was like, you know what? I need to be horizontal. Um, so I, uh, what is it? Is this, is Ramu E5 or E6? E5. E5. So I was like, E5, and I queue up. And I, so fun fact about Jesse, I fucking love the theme for E5, I listen to it a lot to draw, it just Honestly, slaps.
0: Like, all of the themes for this round of Eden Raids fucking slap.
1: Yeah, I just get hype, <laughs> so, uh, I was listening, so I get in there, I was excited, everybody's like, hello, um, and we all go to do this run, and we did we did oopsie uh two people got the markers and um you know how it drops that like cloud and then the cloud kind of expands oh did they drop it on top of each other (laughs) yeah they dropped it on top of each other and we and also it was in the safe spot where we run to when the the two uh stabs come down
0: (laughs) ripping fucking pieces
1: we fucking wiped and we were so close to to the um to the end and we like uh the only two people left were um the healer and the uh it was either like the dragoon or the dancer and um i see them just going to town but we're we're not even at like We, we were close but it wasn't anywhere close enough to where those two could have um like done anything and i think that the healer was trying to make it till they um regen enough to raise the other healer but it was a lost cause but we were just watching them go to town instead of jump over the side and sacrifice themselves to the blood <laughs> gods and i was just like laughing and i and nikki was online so i was like hey our our dancer and our um and our healer are trying to tank Ramu and it's fucking hilarious right now, um. But eventually they died, and so uh we just had to restart, which was fine. Nobody got angry or anything. It was just funny to watch these two people like, like just imagine the, like a white mage and a person with a tambourine fighting God. Like it, there's a lot to <laughs> unpack. <laughs> um but the second time we did fine i had to the tank our tank was a uh mentor and they were fine um they weren't mean or anything sometimes you can we've had bad mentor experiences but they were our main tank was a mentor uh but they got knocked off by the horsies at one point both of us took turns getting knocked off by the horsies because we we were f- just, you know focusing and we focus too hard every once in a while you get knocked off by a horsey um but otherwise you know like we swapped I did not like being main tank for that at all I was like Aah! and i was like take it back take it back take it back but i didn't want to shirk it onto him if he wasn't ready but then eventually i just died and so then he picked up tank again and i was like oh thank god i felt like i had too much responsibility for a minute fucking that scene from um parks and rec where john ralphio is like this is too much responsibility we have to figure out a way to get out of this somehow um but otherwise it was fine i was just like take it back take it back take it back." but I, I love that fight. I know it really well now, so um, it's just fun. It's just a lot of fun. And it was funny to watch them try to solo. Like, I guess I could have been bad, but I I was just, like... They just vibing. Lightning <laughs> is crashing in, from the sky. I
0: forgot to talk about this in pre stall, but I had a moment when I was in E7. And um, I was like, oh, I think I'm starting to get this. And then I just got annihilated, and I'm like, well... <laughs> Maybe not.
1: (laughs) Oopsie. Yeah, there's definitely, like, E7 has, um... I understand what all of the mechanics are in E7 now. I just have trouble doing (laughs) them. When they all stack up on top of each other. I'm like, guess I'll die. Uh, instead of just, you know, being calm. I just decide this is death. Um... But, yeah, I did I did feel like a little bit of a badass at one point of remove because my uptime was really good, and, like, uh, I also, like, knew what I was doing, and I was, like, leading other people around, and I was like, ugh. And then I became main tank for a second, and it was too much responsibility. Um, <laughs> I dropped a video. I dropped the Morbius video. Thank you to everyone who watched it and retweeted it and, you know, talked about it. I appreciate it. It was fun to talk about vampires. My next one is also going to be blood-related, um, but I have to. I was going to record it tomorrow, but I have freelance work that I have to go do, and I'm getting paid for it a, 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 a fair amount. So I have. I'm going to go do freelance work tomorrow. You better head out, Miss Frizzle. All um, day you you're fucking busy, but
0: hardly get a few money.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, so I'll try to record it. I don't... Friday is vacuuming day in this house, so I don't want to fight the vacuum again. Um, but when I have free time, I will... Luckily, most of it's going to be voiceover stuff, so I really only have to record the intro, and I need to find my suspenders. You'll see what I mean. Um, so that's going to, uh happen. And thank you to everybody who watched my Morbius video. Um, and then I bought some art supplies. Uh, this is a dumb thing to be excited about. No, but it's I not. I
0: get excited when I buy fabric. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's your hobby got, and did, career. <laughs> that is true. I do, um, I got a commission that was pretty good. So I finally, I've been trying to buy this gouache for months, but I couldn't pull the trigger on it. And finally I was sad enough to where I was like, you know what, Jesse, just buy yourself some damn gouache. So I bought this gouache and I also bought a, uh, you guys are going to be like, ooh, big spender. I bought a um, a eraser from Tombow that the, the dust clumps together into one thing so that it doesn't get all over the place. It's their um, dust catch eraser. So I'm going to try that, um, see how that works out. I got a um, – so Pilot th- – I'm sorry if this is super boring to people, but Pilot makes these uh, high-tech c Colletto pencils, and my friend has one. But essentially, they're multi-pens. Um, and they have, uh, but they're, they only have two sides instead of like four or three. So they're small and they fit into stuff. Um, and you can either get, uh, pen heads for them or pencil heads for them. And I got two pencil heads. Um, one I put red in and the other one I put blue in because those are my two most used, uh, pencil colors for when I'm sketching and stuff. And so far I really, really like it. It's really convenient. I think I got the 0.5. Um, Lead holders. But yeah, I really love it. Super convenient. Yes, it's just like a pencil, but I'm really excited about it. Um, And then I got a journal cover for my uh, journal. That was like $6, but that I got from AliExpress, so it'll be 80 years before it gets here. Oh, and I got <laughs> <that> one- just <laughs> the way? <laughs> yeah. I, I also got one single watercolor. It's a gold one. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited. My pencil, my gold watercolor, and my eraser got here today. I had to assemble the pencil, but it was all in Japanese, so I just sort of looked at the pictures and did my best, and it worked out, um- it was funny though because I was like, "This this isn't Japanese. I don't know what any of this means." It's like uh, fucking IKEA
0: instructions.
1: It sure is. I just had to like look and guess. What? What? How did the pencil eraser get inside of the pencil? Whatever. Don't worry about it, Jesse. Uh, and a pen exploded all over my hand, so I have ink all over my hand. So it might be that too. Um, but yeah, I also I gratefully mentioned I picked up some freelance work. So basically, my sister. Um, needed some help, so... But I'm getting paid for it. I appreciate that my sister didn't just go, like, hey... Because my sister is a freelancer also, and I'm glad she just didn't go, uh... She knows the struggles. Hey, Jesse, Yeah, could you do this for free? Like, I would have been... And I probably would have done it because it's my sister, but I would have been grumpy about it. But then she's like, oh, I'm gonna pay you. I was like, "Mm, actually, yes, I am free immediately. Um, (laughs) whenever you are. So those are i think that's all of my pre-salt this week i can't think of anything i'm sorry i'm so boring this week i was mostly getting stuff done as i'll talk about in my salt um lots of boring adult stuff freaking fracking sucks uh but i think i'm technically like it's on record now that i'm a freelancer so hello everyone i am officially a freelancer and then I just lay down on the ground. And, you know, sometimes when I die <laughs> in Final Fantasy Fourteen and I see Sappho laying on the platform, I'm like, that's a fucking mood right <laughs> there. I'm just gonna take a nap right here on the floor, everybody. Good we'll, work. A little, Good <laughs> a little dirt nap. A little dirt nap. No, actually, I was talking to my friend about that, about how I headcanon that, I mean, it's my... Player character so sappho can do whatever i want her to um but that after big fight she just takes a nap on the ground wherever she is which i think is really funny because like you know how alizé has like a wool crush so i just imagine alizé being like wow she's so cool and she's unconscious in the dirt <laughs> and elf you know it's just like what the fuck i also the you uh, that was also what i was that's why i sent that um i sent you that uh meme that's like um uh, the the text messages that's like, yo, unsleep me at six. <laughs> what? Unsleep me at six. It's wake me up at six, you fucking idiot. I was like, okay, this is Sappho and red <laughs> Rez is the one being like, it's wake me up at six, you fucking Because <laughs> Sappho just like, I just imagine Sappho just pulling on raise's jacket and being like, yo, Unsleep me at six, and then just hitting the dirt like a hard thud, <laughs> <laughs> But that's my pre-salt. All right, let's move into
0: salt. Um, just a quick, most of my stuffs really quick. Um, but a quick one from earlier today. Um, I got anamnesis anider on. Uh, expert roulette, and I think it went fine. I was playing it as bard. Um, I know my dungeon bard isn't as good as my raid bard, (laughs) because single target's easier. Um, But I think it went pretty well. And then we got to the final boss, and I missed a stack marker. I didn't see it, and as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, fuck, but it was too late, you know? Um, And then for the, like, wavy hand things, I went the wrong way. Um, and kind of ran into the one that was crashing down, but my hitbox missed it, so I didn't take any damage. Um, And as soon as that happened, the tank marked me as target to ignore, which is the single most passive-aggressive thing you can do in that game. Um, Yeah. And then we, like, the next mechanic started to happen, and he spammed me with a macro that had sound effects, that said, time to stack, kill ads, turn around, or run. And he said it like ten times or something like that. Uh, I'm not gonna. I have the screenshot of but I'm not gonna count it. And then at the end of that, he said, "Monkey see, monkey do." And I was like, "Fuck off!" Like, what is your problem? God, M- if make I make, make a head- single mistake, or even two mistakes, and all of a sudden I get this bullshit. Nah, I rolled on. I opened the loot box to see if the ancient one minion had dropped, and it hadn't. So I left. Like, and then I blacklisted him. I don't, I don't have to deal with this. I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna get him in dungeons because the blacklist function in Final Fantasy XIV actually fucking sucks. But that's a rant for another time. Um, but at least I won't have to see him talking to me in the chat. So.
1: I just, like, if I had, if I had been there, and even if I didn't know you, like, if you were some random person... I, this would have been another time where Jesse actually gets salty in the chat and just been like, excuse me, can you shut oh. the fuck up for like five oh. seconds?
0: <laughs> oh, since this guy's you know, perfect and never does anything wrong, I just want to take the time to find out, to, to mention, that he forgot to put his tank stance on for like a minute and a half at the beginning of the dungeon, and all I said to him was tank stance. Mr. So perfect. Cute.
1: Like, first of all, it's a dungeon, and yeah, it's endgame content, but it's still rel- First of all, it's really people still
0: great. fuck up; like, it happens.
1: And we're also human beings. It turns out. Do you don't know so how the many AM times? Fuck up. Do
0: you know how many times I've wiped on like fucking? I'm trying to think of an old ass dungeon. Brave Fox's long stop. I've wiped on that. Like, it's not easy to do because it's baby shit, but it happens. Like, people make mistakes. Like, for getting their job stone.
1: <laughs> ah. I also like that post I sent to you today for um, the the Crystal Tower raids with, I am once again asking <laughs> Alliance B to have four people on their platform.
0: <laughs> I love that one meme of the, it's, that, it's the meme of the two girls fist fighting, and there's a dude in the background taking a bong rip. And, like, somebody had labeled the Fighting Girls Alliance A and Alliance B, and then Alliance C is the dude taking a rip on the bong. <laughs> and that truly is how Alliance raids B in Final Fantasy fourteen. It truly is. It's
1: like, and I, I'm the person in C, if I'm in A or B, I'm like, oh my god, can we stop fighting? And if I'm in C, I'm like, look at these assholes.
0: <laughs> Same. Um... But I guess I can talk about that other one, too. I told you about this. But um, I got the copied factory, and um, the tank in my alliance was new to the raid, and he didn't pick up the ad and angles. And um, someone absolutely lost their shit on him and was like, do you even know how to tank? And thankfully, the other six people in the alliance were like, Bro, you're at a ten right now. I need you to take it down to like a two. That was uncalled for. Um, but God, people people are wild and out in Final Fantasy fourteen. Sometimes swear. Um,
1: God, I I actually forgot to pick up the ad in um that fight too. Wait, i don't think i forgot to pick it up it hit me, one shot me and i f- didn't cool down and it like so it used its like tank buster and i didn't cool down and it, like, it was like my first time in that dungeon and i fucking died and someone got real angry at me which understandable because if that thing is on the loose like it's, it's yeah, a problem it to but fuck also... up entire
0: alliances but also if you if that was your first time that means it was also day one so that you need yeah. to
1: chill that dude needed to fucking chill, because I was like, oh my god, i fucking dead! And then somebody in the chat is like, are you an idiot? And I'm just like, please? Yeah, that was...
0: I mean, we've talked about that particular run of the Copied Factory before. It was a mess. Um, it was a mess. But yeah, like, don't... Don't be that guy in Duty Finder. Like... I, the really petty move would have been to look this guy up on um, FF Logs and see what his parses were like. But, um, I'm not that kind of person. Um, but, god, just, just fucking cool it. It's not that big of a deal. Um, uh, moving on from that, it's time yet again for me to ask you to let people to enjoy problematic characters without giving them shit for it all the time. Um, it's come up recently because I've professed that I'm a big fan of Giardani, and then I get in return, but he's a bad person, and then I scream at them, I don't care. Um <laughs> Yeah, I know Me and I did, it, it, it's like my Giardani's problematic elements did not escape my notice. I I, I promise you. I I remember I remember the part where Dimitri talked about how Giardani burned his wife out the stake. I, I was I was there that night, actually. I've seen plenty of videos. I know Giardani's a bad person. Dimitri's also a bad person. Um, not that that makes it any better, but, like, just just here to point it out in case y'all pro-Dimitri people come for me. Um, everyone on this podcast is like, who's she talking about? It's fine. This is evermore stuff. Um, but, like, just, just, just let me, like, Giordani, I know he's not a good person. It's, it's okay. This is fiction. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, um, yeah,
1: it's so weird. People are...
0: People choose weird hills to die on.
1: I don't really understand it because, like, I mean i I think I talked about it a little bit that post that someone was talking about about how some things are like unforgivable offenses to people because they're personal triggers. And like, yes, these things are, and they, and because they're personal triggers, they cannot separate fact from fiction in this case. Even though you need to be able to to be a functioning adult, and even kids can do that. But whatever. Um, but like. Yeah, there are characters I just don't like. I just don't engage about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, And And, there's
0: there's absolutely nothing wrong with a character not being your cup of tea or for you to look at the things a character has done and decide that you don't forgive them. um, There's not really anything wrong with that. The problem I have is when you're like, I don't like them and no one else is allowed to either.
1: Yeah. Um. Like in the case of Final Fantasy XIV, Xenos is a boring bitch to me yeah i hate
0: that character
1: yeah i hate him so much and like you could say well you know uh emmett selk who you like has done far worse and And i would say you're (laughs) right you're absolutely correct however he is an interesting bitch and he's not just sword ocelot so um like I enjoy him more. And I don't really understand why people enjoy Zenos, but I don't go out of my way to tell them that they shouldn't enjoy Zenos, because I'm like, you know what? You know what? I understand. I also like a villain. and you know, I like a far classier villain. A lot of no, people joking, like to but...
0: classify the people who like Emmett Selk as like grandpa fuckers, or like the Zenos people as just being people who want, want to fuck him or whatever. And I want to say, first of all, not, not all not all Emmett Selk fans, but also, what's wrong with that? <laughs> They're fictional characters. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I ask you. I would like to go on record. Mind your nice business, this, David. I, I am not in any way attracted to Emmett Selk or Zinos, but for the people who are, just mind your business. It doesn't really matter yeah. that much.
1: So what if they want to fuck him? Like, that's their business, not my business. And then they
0: always have to bring the Nazi argument into it. And, like, yes, they are... Like using shorthand for a fascist an regime, empire. and there's problems with yeah. that that I won't get into. But like, just because they like that character doesn't mean that they're a Nazi. Like, y'all need it's to so separate fashion, like fiction from fact, and just.
1: And if you want to, if not, I think I think we've talked about before how Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, does the bare minimum to address the fact that the uh, e- Eorzea has committed a lot of the same? Yeah,
0: and if you want to have prior. that conversation, I will gladly have it with you. Cause, like general you, not specifically you, Jesse. Because we have had that conversation, but like, if you want if that's the conversation you want to have. it's fair because it is like a legitimate criticism of Final Fantasy XIV.
1: Yeah, but like, but um,
0: don't just shut but, down uh, porn fan art because you don't like it.
1: Yeah, like, come on, just. Leave leave the Xenos fuckers alone. I don't understand I it anyone. either. <laughs> like... They're they're just they're just vibing. They're just vibing. I he got a new outfit. It they're horny for it. I understand. He finally has an outfit that's not completely hideous. I guess he no longer. I <laughs> <laughs> see. <Spicy! laughs> Our point stands. If you if you like if you like villains that as a character. And you don't, you obviously don't agree with what they've done. You just think they're interesting.
0: I don't think I even really dislike Xeno's new outfit. I just like dislike Zeno so much as a character that I'm just like, oh, this bitch again. <laughs> oh, there he is, that motherfucker.
1: <laughs> that motherfucker. That's how, like, honestly, and like when I say I love Emmett Selk and not Xeno's, every time Xeno's fucking talks or like anytime AlitaBis talks, I'm like. I miss M Oh itself.
0: Elidibus is also incredibly fucking boring. I hope that gets changed over time, but I was not impressed by any of his appearances. I mean, although to be fair, like way back before Shadowbringers dropped, I was like the Asians are the worst villains. They're fucking boring, and now now look where I am. But uh, yeah,
1: I mean, like I said, I think I just I I like villains who
0: Uh uh-huh, is still um, a
1: chump. Who like yeah? Laha bread is Laha dead. <laughs> um, I I just like villains who either challenge me, make me angry, take me places, make me go on an emotional journey. And I went on an emotional journey in Shadowbringers with uh with Emmet. Y'all also made me really angry. About. Oh, he did. I stepped, I sat, I stood up on my chair. Maybe that's why it broke. I stood up on my chair and I was like so fucking angry. Yeah. But then we, I was crying over him. We were, so we were, the truth? Pl- I
0: will dance around spoilers for the benefit of anybody still playing. But uh, we played a specific point in the game together and then a scene happened. And when the twist in the scene happened, I could hear on my microphone Jesse angrily standing up out of their chair and screaming at the TV. So. <laughs>
1: I was so upset, and I was just like, "This, this is how you're gonna go about this. This is oof, oof." And yet, I still love him, and I miss him every day. He was just a good May villain, he rest in which is places. why he had to die. It is why he had to die, <laughs> and I understand that.
0: Um, but anyway, on on the same note as enjoying problematic characters, I have had conversations and seen conversations online about maxwell morgan in evermore communities where people are like he can't possibly be evil there must be something more to it and i just get
1: so upset every time on the opposite spectrum is this character has nothing has never done anything wrong yeah like
0: i i'm perpetually frustrated by the kind of people that tend to sanitize characters. I am looking directly at the Dragon Age fandom as I say this. I see you, Andrews Apologists. You were very guilty of this it back in Tumblr fandom. Um and also it also is like a, so weird. since I'm talking about a much more obscure character, I'll give like a little bit of a refresher course here. I did I mean I did talk about him a little bit in the pre salt, but to like really bring it home, Maxwell Morgan was this very charismatic acting troop character. Um a lot of people were very fond of him, myself included. During Mythos in lore, he started to act strangely, um, and eventually, based on the evidence that they found, some World Walkers determined that Maxwell Morgan was the one committing all the murders in town. Um, and I kind of like went through the seven stages of grief when that reveal came out like straight up like no it can't be true like well wait maybe it's dimitri no it's not dimitri oh no like how could he betray me like this like (laughs) and then like yeah i I thought i knew the guy guess i never did um i thought honestly that that was really great writing on the team's part where they created this character everybody was like i love maxwell he's my buddy and then he like it turns out you never knew Maxwell Morgan because he was a lie made out by a con man. And he's actually this powerful necromancer and a serial killer. Super good. Like everybody felt so betrayed. Um, and I think that's probably part of the reason why so many people are clinging to the idea that maybe there was something else going on that would absolve Maxwell of these crimes. But, um, it's that thing isn't there. Um, all these people that are like, I wish Maxwell would come back before he was a murderer. There is no Maxwell before he was a murderer. He was always a murderer. You just didn't know it. And, um, I think I wish that people would kind of just let that stand. Um, I really hope that the writers let that stand. I don't have any reason to believe that they will walk it back. Um, cause it seems like the writing team is also pretty fond of that. Um, but like, I, I just like let it stand and stop trying to excuse his actions because he's like, it's, he's a villain like it happens we kind of need them
1: um yeah it's it's the it's the polar opposite of the extremists on the other hand who are like you can't enjoy villains actually there are other people who are like this person's done nothing wrong in their entire life and i can prove it or like just try to sanitize the story of a character in order to like justify their actions and i'm like listen you can be betrayed by a character sometimes I mean, isn't that the way life is, Yeah. Like, you think you know somebody sometimes, and it turns out, actually, you didn't know them. Yeah, and it seems
0: like, also, a lot of the people that um, are trying to excuse Maxwell's actions are forgetting how many murders he committed. Because there was was, um, three that he committed in Evermore. There was Nymer, Ben, and Lily. But they said explicitly that his grand total was 16 victims. Um, and if like the story at Evermore Does tend to change based on World Walker actions on occasion. So who knows what would have happened if nobody had figured him out. And I think part of the reason why nobody figured him out for so long was because everybody was like, It couldn't possibly be him. Um yeah. which is also really good writing uh, where they created this like perfectly believable, like likable character Everybody's like, No, it couldn't be that guy, no way. Then it is yeah. Um, so I guess I'm just, I guess that's it. It's really petty. I'm just frustrated by people who are like, no, he never did anything wrong ever in his life. It's a lie. It's Dimitri. He was possessed. Something, something. He, he had, he had some greater good in mind. Um, no, he's evil. <laughs> like, yep. just accept it. It this sucks, but,
1: okay.
0: um, what?
1: It sucks right now, but in a while, <laughs> you will realize that you will be betrayed many more times.
0: Um
1: I think you talked about that a little bit too with um when we were talking about uh when I first played Bloodborne um, with what's his name? The person Alfred. that so you, Alfred, yes. Because uh you had played other souls games, and Alfred as a character was definitely built so that people who had played Souls games recognized him and would say oh good guy yes this this is our he is so
0: yeah
1: and then to find out oh actually he's fucking ape shit crazy is a huge betrayal on um a lot of like in a lot of ways and so um and that's i mean it's supposed to feel like that it's supposed to feel like this is this is it's the it's the you're so busy watching this hand you don't know what this hand is doing yeah you know what i'm saying um and that's what makes it dynamic and interesting writing and like i think sometimes we just want things to be good when in actuality like life sucks yeah
0: And they kind of actually did the reverse of it with the aurora season too recently where um with the light elves and the wolves there was this big dichotomy of like which side is really at fault here and then it kind of turned out that all of them were victims um and then also when the frost lord showed up everybody was like those guys are definitely evil and it turned out to be more complicated than that so yeah um i don't know i think a little bit more subtlety is uh needed in discussions with these kind of characters rather than just like that's a bad dude. That's a good dude. And then sometimes good dudes can become bad dudes, and vice versa. I mean, Rooster kind of turned started out shady and turned into a really nice guy. They do it all the time. It turns out I don't, but people are really stuck on Maxwell possibly being innocent. Um, anyway, that one was really petty, but you know, just be like that sometimes in the Salt Report.
1: <laughs> I mean, we are the Salt Report.
0: I just wanted to have a conversation about like letting people enjoy things (laughs) yeah letting bad guys be bad guys and like letting people enjoy those things and um i guess i should possibly take my own advice and let the people who are clinging to the hope that maxwell morgan is a good guy just i mean i i am i'm not saying anything to their faces i guess i'm not like telling them like no you should stop this directly i'm just complaining about it on a a fucking podcast
1: (laughs) i just i think it's more like there's, it's just, like, I think in this particular case, it, it's two sides of th- this issue, where you either have people who are like, no, you can't enjoy bad guys at all, and, with, and people who just want to just enjoy the, the fact that a bad guy is a bad guy, and then you have the people who want every single bad guy to have a redemption arc, and that's not necessarily... Or,
0: or even, like, worse than that would be, like, um, and what I feel is happening here is, like, this character, I like this character and therefore they're good, what do you mean they did a bad thing? That can't be right. I'm going to decide that they didn't actually do that bad thing. And Evermore fandom is far from the only fandom guilty of this I've seen it. Like I said, I was glaring daggers at the Dragon Age fandom earlier, because Anders got this treatment quite a lot while I was still on Tumblr, and it drove me crazy every time, because he's actually more interesting than that. Um... He's baby Kay. I, I'm I'm especially frustrated by Anders because like I my got I got exposure to Dragon Age 2 before I played Dragon Age 2 from Tumblr. And so I when I finally played Dragon Age 2, I felt like I'd been robbed. Cause I'm like, you guys made this Anders character seem way more boring than he actually is.
1: <laughs> um I definitely hate Anders, fun fact about Jesse. I mean,
0: I Um, I also am not a big fan of Anders, but like... He's an interesting oh, character. Oh, no. I just,
1: I, I fucking, oh, he is an interesting character. I hate him because I spent so fucking long as Mage Hawk, Jesse's trauma appears. <laughs> I spent so long as Mage Hawk trying to make things work and trying to get the fucking, like, knights and the mages, and I was trying to be a peacekeeper, and then he blew up the fucking shantry, and I went ape shit. I was like, fucking, and, uh, but yes, I understand people who think he's interesting, because he is interesting. Yeah. I just want to fight him in, an, in a parking lot. <laughs> just
0: fight him in a Tesco's parking lot.
1: Excuse me, Anders, sir, we need to fight him. Anders,
0: turn on your location, we just want to talk. Um, that's anyway, that's something. my- He
1: wants to sleep with you, no matter who you are. <laughs> it's
0: DTF all the time. He's...
1: <laughs> yeah, he's so horny, I'm like, sir? Says
0: Isabella, to be fair
1: that's but, that's true
0: but she's she is also horny she's she's but, great <laughs> and
1: then she leaves you why do all my favorites leave me because it, i you romance her and she leaves you you romance fenris and he leaves you and i'm just like i'm just sitting there barbecue sauce on my titties being like what do i have to do to achieve love in this game <laughs> um sorry
0: <laughs> we went off the rails there but that's the end of my salt
1: Apparently, apparently, Jesse had stuff to say about this, because it's stuff that burns me up from the inside all the time. Um, I guess I have salt, but it's, it's boring adult stuff. I am so sorry, y'all. I have been so fucking boring. I am the most boring person on the planet, um, besides helping Jeremy create an OC, which I... <laughs> Which I hope he remembers in the morning. Um I my brain just did like a hard window <laughs> shutdown noise. Dial, um, hold on, Dial
0: repeating. up tone.
1: Yeah. Um so I have been trying to acquire health insurance. As y'all have known forever, I applied at the beginning of January, like way at the beginning of January for my health insurance as per like health insurance application laws. Um, and this is for California has this thing called Color Covered California. And we also have Medi-Cal, but I don't qualify for Medi-Cal because my parents make too much money and I live with them. Um, sad times. Can't be on their so, insurance
0: though. Not allowed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm not allowed on their insurance either. And they can't they make too much money, but they don't make enough money to afford insurance for me, and I don't make enough money to pay for private insurance. So I just so I don't have insurance. Um so I fell off when I turned twenty six and I had until March. And so I was like, That's fine and I went to apply for a plan and it would not fucking let me. Um and it's they gave me all these things, and I was like, what does any of this mean? And I tried to call my caseworker, and I called them like 50 times, and they didn't answer me Well, I finally got a hold of them. First of all, I had some random person's case number. Um, that was interesting. I And he started asking me all these questions and gave me the wrong address as the address I live at, and I was like, that's not me. And then he started asking about this place that I'd never worked at, and I was like, that's also not me. And I was like, do you do you want to find me using my other, like, personal information? So they found me, and he was like, here's what you need to do. So, like, because I do not work at the library anymore, um, I need to prove that I don't have a job outside of freelance, but I also had to prove that I'm doing freelance. So... I don't really understand, but okay, so I had to give them all of my receipts for any commissions I did, blah, 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 fine, whatever, that's fine. But I also had to have proof that I filed for unemployment, and I was like, what? And so he's like, here, you've got (laughs) 10 days to file for unemployment, get rejected, get the email that you've been rejected for unemployment, Um, and then you have to take that email and your receipts and then write a letter of statement of facts and then put it all together and then email it back to me within the 10 days and, um, then I can finish processing your paperwork. And I'm just like, I just want health insurance and I'm going to have to pay for it anyway. And it's just like, (sighs) okay. It's I mean like they I get I get it. It's like they really want you to give up, but I I refuse to give up. I keep I keep like saying that I keep Kay and my friend uh my other friend in my mind who are very strong assertive people and I tr- I've been like like when I call and I get all nervous, I'm like, "No, no, don't be nervous. Be strong like them." you're done with this bullshit. You're done with it. And it was like, they want me to give up, but I cannot give up. I cannot give up because I had to cancel my therapy appointment because I didn't have insurance, but I need my therapy appointment. I take medications. Like, this is a serious issue right now. My mental health is at risk here. And like, I need to have health insurance. Um, also another sad, sad thing. I went to, uh, I went, to, I don't think I talked about this last time, but I went to a, uh, surgeon to talk about basically like reduction surgery, top surgery sort of thing. Um, this was kind of funny, but essentially, so I lost like 80 pounds and cause you have to lose weight to even like apply for it. Like they make you try to lose weight first. And then I went there and they're like, you don't have enough body fat for insurance to cover it. And I was like.
0: I was mean, it I knew specifically was gonna... body
1: fat, or was it, like, fatty tissue in your, like, chest that's
0: the problem? Because I could see where it's... the insurance was like, well, we'll we'll cover a liposuction, but fuck you if you want real surgery.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it was specifically, I think it was, like, well, he did want to know what my BMI was, and he did want to know what my body fat level was, um, and he... But he examined my chest, which was also really funny, because the- I was talking to a friend about it, and the term scruffed your tit came- you know how, like, you pick up a cat Mm -hmm. by the back of the neck? (laughs) I won't say anymore, because we're uh, a podcast, and I don't want to get us kicked off of iTunes, but scruffed your tit. Um, But he was like, "Uh, there's not enough, like, fat here, uh, even with a reduction- and I was just like, okay, so insurance won't cover it. So then he's like, I'll give you a quote. And I just kind of like didn't say anything out loud. But like in my hair, in my head, in my hair, in my head, I was like, I-, I can't afford, I can't afford this. Um, So a quote for just like, for some reason, it's less expensive for me to get a lift, which is purely cosmetic. I... I don't know why, but a lift was only $7,000. The reduction was $9,000. Um, and uh and the the woman the nurse god bless her it was talking to me and like going through all this stuff i'm already ready to go i'm like i can't my brain has already digested that i can't afford this and i was really sad you know mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm sitting in this chair and my mom is asking a million questions because my mom hasn't given up i've already given up i'm i'm already like playing in my head i'm ready to go um and so like the nurse is like hey, you know it's only this much and i'm like only 9000 dollars there should not be an only in front of 9000 dollars <laughs> um and like i i just i was just i was just sad i mean there's nothing there's nothing i can do and like there are ways that i possibly could have that money but i'm in so much debt and everything i just don't feel good about like spending money on something like this when there are people in the world who need like new kidneys or something and they don't have the money for it i don't don't know here's the
0: thing and i see it brought up a lot in regards to the like first world problems kind of thing um yes someone out there probably needs a new kidney but you can't help that person and so it doesn't mean that you don't deserve something else in return like just because somebody else might have bigger problems doesn't mean that your problems aren't valid or that they aren't problems
1: yeah and I if only I could talk to a therapist about this but oh wait I don't. Have oh wait anymore.
0: American healthcare is a fucking scam
1: <laughs> and that was the same night so that happened and then that night I found out about my insurance and I just had like and then my mother bless her started freaking out and she's like you should have just done this and like once you say should my brain just like dies you know Um, so I just had, like, full meltdown. I told Kay, I'm like, bro, I think I just broke. Like, I I was holding together by the seams, but then it's like, you can't have top surgery and also you, uh, don't have insurance anymore, so, like, don't even worry about the fact that your insurance isn't covering that. Your insurance isn't covering shit anymore. And I, I had, like, a big meltdown, and then I was like, okay... Get up, Jesse. You must get up. There's this movie um, called The Secret of Kells, or The mm-hmm. Book of Kells. I think it's it's The Secret, Secret of Kells. Kells. The Book, Book of Kells is film. something else. <laughs> yeah, The Book of Kells is in The Secret of Kells. Yes. Because um, they're creating it. But uh, there's a part where the abbot gets shot in the neck with an arrow and then this guy comes up to him and is like get up you must get up you are the abbot of Kells." right so whenever i feel like i got shot in the neck with an arrow metaphorically um i'll always tell myself jesse get up you must get up you are the abbot of Kells." (laughs) and just sort of like because i was full not okay i i don't talk about it much on the podcast because like i don't want people to be sad I'm here to make y'all happy um but I was not okay and uh but I got up I was like I am the habit of Kells I feel like I'm slowly coming out of the other end though I can definitely tell I'm still really depressed although I did put laundry in today which is always a good sign um and I've been getting stuff done I've been making to-do lists uh every day and checking stuff off of them Um, and trying to stay productive. Another thing I started doing is not just making to-do lists, um, but also writing down stuff that I've gotten done, uh, which I really recommend for people who feel like they're, they, like, are overwhelmed. And they're like, I haven't done anything! Because I can feel like that all the time. And then I'm like, no, wait, actually, if I sit down and think about it for more than five minutes, I've done a lot of stuff. Um, And I, like I said, I manned up and I carried the energy of my friends with me like in dragon ball z and i called who i needed to call and i was assertive and i did what i needed to do and i figured stuff out and i had help from people because i was like where the fuck do i apply for unemployment my friend was like you need to go to the edd and i was like thank you um (laughs) so like just you know and i you know got my stuff done and I'm doing the best I can, keeping track of how many days have gone by. Um, so, it sucks. But I think these are the moments that I, like, think about the most. One, after the initial, like, me feeling like I got kicked in the face. After that passes, um, I'm just reminded of how much, like, how important the people of my life are. And how blessed I feel. I'm tearing up a little bit. Everyone look away i'm mean i'm not emotional um (laughs) i feel really blessed to have people in my life who are just rad you're just there and inspiring like you didn't you don't even have to do anything you're just inspiring by being there but yeah so salt but then also coming out the other side of like it and using it to make me stronger uh i guess or maybe not make me stronger but like you guys are making me stronger by like you know gathering up your energy like in dragon ball z that's the only thing i can think about right now um so i think that's all my salt i don't have really much other salt
0: all right i mean it's kind of a big all-consuming one for you so that's understandable. Yeah,
1: sorry everyone I'll try to come up with something funnier for next week.
0: Like the Final Fantasy 7 remake demos, we can all scream about it together, again
1: <laughs> I can go hit boxes, cause it seems like everybody likes to hit those boxes
0: Fuck those boxes <laughs> Throw Fuck them off. on the ground
1: <laughs> Video games mean equal Destroy every fucking box Does yes. it have physics? Can you move it? Fucking destroy it <laughs> I
0: have to say in case you ever thought I was good about good at video games I almost didn't finish the demo so I almost died in the boss fight so you know used all my potions I'm bad at video games I'm bad at that video game at least um, but anyway time for imported salt um we got some this week from lord of the expired food and likes at night twitten um who says, This week's salt is directed towards the image of driving around Australia. Night Twitten has sent us a similar salt many, many moons ago. Uh, so... Take two. This time, instead of a road down south catching fire, a road up north has flooded. As a result, to get to the nearest town, about 150 kilometers away, you'd have to drive over 6,000 fucking kilometers, a trip of about 66 hours. Oh, but if you have an off-road capable vehicle, the trip is only 55 hours, about 4,900 kilometers. Um, And he did include images of a map that shows the route from the town that he presumably lives in to the nearest town um and you basically have to drive like all the way down and um over and then back up
1: (laughs) fuck that we don't actually have obviously a flood right now but because people are so fucking freaked out by the coronavirus tm 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 we're about to talk uh, about that too uh supermarkets yeah are uh just got like empty oh yeah yeah here okay
0: um also people are a bit afraid of the coronavirus here and are buying up all the toilet paper and i don't get it please don't buy it all i need it too yeah um the doomsday preppers have hit me too i went to buy some penne pasta noodles and the shelf was just barren it's like but my favorite cheap ass lazy meal is i throw i make pasta and then i throw hummus on top like
1: And you just like, please. please, sir, my wets. <laughs> my wets. <laughs> my wets. I did, sir, my wets. I did eventually
0: find some boxes of pasta, but like, what the fuck? It's like, and it's weird stuff, too. It's pasta, like, toilet paper, paper towel rolls, bottled water. Is your tap water going to get the coronavirus? I get it for places where there isn't good tap water to begin with, but, like, the tap water in yeah. Solid City is fine. Like, it's perfectly safe. So... I, I don't understand it.
1: I don't understand it either and like my mom was like hey they were out of like all of the turkey is gone for sandwiches like lunch meat so there's only chicken here you go and um I was like that's that's so weird. Like the supermarket was just out of uh, like lunch meat turkey. Like they had just gone through, and so there's only lunch meat chicken. And I was like, apparently it's less popular, but whatever. But yeah, just weird stuff is gone because people are like, I can never leave my house again. The coronavirus, and I'm like, I understand, but also just wash your fucking hands. Someone just wash. Them. Someone on
0: Facebook said they saw someone buying six gallons of milk at one time. That shit's gonna go bad. Like, yeah. What are you doing? How much? Unless you drink that much milk. In like two weeks. In which case, how like are you yourself family. not just a gallon of milk? Like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even a large family of milk drinking goblins. <laughs> that's what I call children. <laughs>
0: Still, six gallons, that's so much.
1: That's so much milk. Um. Especially, uh, like, I. I am lactose intolerant, so my
0: entire body just (laughs) I'm not, but if I drank that much milk, I would definitely puke. Um, I just, like, I I kind of get it with the non-perishable stuff. Like, pasta logically makes sense. It has a good shelf life, because this was just, like, dried pasta. It wasn't anything fancy. Like, beans or whatever, canned foods. It's dumb, but I get it. Toilet paper is not going to go bad on you. Um, Although, I'm wondering where these people are storing it because it does take up a lot of space. Um, yeah, we're, they're
1: just putting it in
0: their house. Yeah, these and people, let's beings. let's be real, these people probably have, like, actual houses with closets that they can store this shit in. Um, not like you and I. But, I mean, you live in a house, but you don't have infinite space.
1: Yeah, I live in a, <laughs> yeah, I live in a room in a house, basically.
0: Yeah. Um, neither of us have infinite space to store all of Costco's toilet paper. Um, Could you imagine? <laughs> name this episode All of the Toilet Paper at Costco. Um,
1: all of the Toilet Paper at Costco. But, um, and it'll take them all the way to the end to figure out why the hell it's called All of the Toilet Paper at Costco. That's how this podcast
0: works, baby! <laughs> <laughs> um, But... Yeah, I, I just don't get it. Wash your fucking hands, you filthy animals! Um, oh
1: yeah, because uh, since this has been, since this has come out, people like one of they—they were basically saying that masks aren't really that helpful um because it's not airborne it's a wet to wet or like a spittle covered disease um, carry disease and the only masks that are really going to protect you would be these medical grade masks that need to be fitted and they're really hard to breathe through but they have respirators in them like those are the masks that have a 95% rate of like protecting you and usually they only use them for doctors and the people who are already sick and then um they're like the biggest thing you can do for yourself is wash your fuck hands and um and i was like yeah but everybody washes their hands no right? but then studies have been coming out and it's like 28 percent of men aren't washing their hands and 15 percent of women and i'm like why aren't you washing your fucking hands and then I, I wore flashbacks to fucking the fish dick movie where he's like you can either wash your hands before or after you pee but not twice and i'm like who washes their hands before they pee anyway people wash your fucking hands
0: i used to work with the woman in many in a job many many moons ago that I don't work at anymore that like didn't wash her hands after going to the bathroom and she hey. and she was a baker. And anytime I anytime hey. somebody brought something in, I was like, Who made this? Oh, that lady. Oh, no thanks. I, I suddenly I hate crispy treats for today.
1: <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, what is wrong with you people? Wash your fucking hands. And in, in my last two, two weeks at epidemic. that job, I
0: fantasized about calling her out on it, but I would never had the balls.
1: Just like not just in an epidemic either. Wash your hands all year long. Just don't
0: be. Just don't be. Just wash your hands. Don't be a gross weirdo.
1: Yeah, don't be weird. Like when I, I was like, yeah, but people wash their hands, right? And then you soap and use, and soap. Then, and, use <laughs> soap. Soap is important. And then I was like, you know, when I was in grade school, we had a nurse come to our school to teach us about washing our hands properly. And I thought it was dumb, but now I see I was wrong.
0: And make sure you get your it fingernails. People tend to miss that spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I, I also cut my nails off until they're, like, nothing. Um I was, because I was looking at some cute long nails today, but I was just like, this would be the worst time to have long nails. Yeah, they're but gross. So I just can't have long nails. But then I was like, I could be one of those lesbians who have all long nails except for two of them. <laughs> um But and then i saw that later today in a video was somebody she was talking and she had long nails except for two of them and i was like hmm suspicious (laughs) uh (laughs) but yeah wash your fucking hands y'all um
0: also that there's a post going around where a person's like hand sanitizer doesn't do anything because it's antibacterial and the coronavirus is viral that person's a filthy fucking liar it does work yeah and a scientist came along and explained that it dissolves the lipid barrier around the virus which kills it Hand sanitizer does still work. It's not as effective as washing your fucking hands, but it in between hand washes, it does help. So Yeah. Not that it matters, because you can't find hand the hand sanitizer on any shelves anywhere in the whole world right now. So but I mean, just just fixing up that pseudoscience, you know.
1: You can't find hand sanitizer on any shelves in the whole world right now. Am I
0: wrong? <laughs> um anyway that's our show tonight <laughs> the more you know this PSA brought to you by the salt report uh where can we find you on the internet
1: <laughs> you can find me as at filthy wizard on twitter and filth wizard and um oh god filthwizard on twitter for uh, on youtube for funny stuff and filthy wizard on youtube for art stuff and filthy magic user on instagram
0: you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as HumanityUpgrade and on Instagram as Crowfeather CrowfeatherCosplay. Um, you can find our Wayward co-host and editor, Jake, on Twitter as Jake underscore Lionheart. And you can find the podcast on Twitter as at PodcastSalt. You can find our podcast um, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Fireside, etc. Um, and... If you like our show and would like to help us out, consider contributing to our Ko-fi page. That's ko-fi.com slash assault report. And remember, kids, wash your hands, you filthy fucking animals. I was
1: hoping you'd grab that. Thank you, everyone. Just
0: to reiterate, wash your hands. Good night.
1: Wash your fucking hands.